Welcome to Capes and Critiques, where we give our two cents on comic characters and pop culture. This issue, we'll finally be discussing the events of Batman 50 and how the Batcat wedding has impacted continuity, fandom, and Bruce Wayne as a character. So today, after seven months, we are here. It's been that long. Yes, yes. We are here to discuss the events of Batman 50 and kind of the, I would say, the conversations that that stirred in the fandom in general. And yes, it's been seven months because we're already at Catwoman issue seven. And we're about to get eight. So it's about to be eight months. I honestly can't believe it's been almost eight months since the issue originally (laughs) came out. Since issue 50. Since I originally read this issue in the middle of the freaking night waiting for it to just drop and then you waiting to read it IRL. Yes, I was there. First thing in the morning when the comic book store opened. Fourth of July. On Wednesday, Fourth of July, to get Batman Fifty because I wanted to read like the physical copy, and yeah, just mixed feelings overall. I was mostly upset. Um, for many reasons that we'll <laughs> yeah, about to for get many into, reasons that we'll get into. But- I was mostly upset, but overall, it was a beautifully done issue. I think it's one of the most beautiful issues I've ever read. I do. Um, I did not read a single issue of the Batman run. Like I'm lying. I read the first couple issues, but I was not keeping up with it just because the vibe of Batman 2016 wasn't working for me. Um, especially with just so many other things to read with Rebirth. Yeah. But it was. I definitely had to hop in. Not only the hype for it, but everybody was saying it was going to be gorgeous, and it definitely was. As someone who was not reading Batman, someone who did not really ship Batman and Catwoman, who wouldn't go to bat for either of them. <laughs> It was a gorgeous issue, both in the storytelling um, and then so many artists came together to give a gallery of beautiful art and an homage to Batman and Catwoman for decades, like for longer than I've been alive. Yeah, they've been a thing for longer than either of us have been alive. Um, And yeah, like you said, it was a beautiful homage to them in general, regardless of how that issue ended up. It was still beautiful and definitely a dedication to them. And their relationship throughout the history of comics, pretty much. But as we're not here to only yeah praises about <laughs> the issue because you've probably heard enough about it. Um, but again, for anyone who is not reading current comics, it is Batman 2016, and we're basically launching off of the wedding issue, issue 50, and uh, also led into the spinoff for Catwoman. It's almost yes. like in her own series, which is why we know it's been eight months. <laughs> my co-host is diligently reading Catwoman. The Bay. I mean, I hate that they kind of had to make the wedding issue like that. Like, she had to leave in some form or fashion or in order to get her own series because it wouldn't have worked if they were still kind of together. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. But just the way that everything went down, I feel that they could have done things differently. And that's what we're about to talk about. We're going to talk about 50, um, their relationship building up to 50, um, and kind of... The controversy, backlash, anything else that kind of has to, that surrounds that. And, you know, adjusting a few points that that we have some qualms with. (laughs) Yeah, it's still a topic that I think most comic book fans can still either speak about or have a gripe with. Just because it is still impacting current continuity. Yes, Um. it is. Even right now, oh my gosh, in the, they're doing the crossover now. 
um, with Barry and Batman kind of yes. continuing off of like the button stuff mm-hmm. and also Heroes in Crisis. And Barry asks him, so how's married life? No, he didn't. He does. And then Batman's like, you don't know? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, in like the most recent... Um, I'm think I think it was the Batman issue, not the Flash issue, that he says that, and I was like, Pit. so I guess mostly yeah, because I think in the Flash issue they're dealing with Wally's autopsy. Yes, they are. <laughs> so I mean, there's other topics, but right now they're like trying to find, like they're they're following up a lead, and then so you know Barry bringing up ca- bringing up casual conversation, he's like, "How's married life?" No. <laughs> and Batman, little heartbroken face, he's like, "You didn't know." <laughs> Alfred, how could you forget <laughs> to send a memo? Oh my god! So not all of the hero community, from what it looks like, has been like updated on that. I suppose I'm lying. Barry just didn't check his mail. <laughs> Alfred obviously sent a memo. He had to. Have, I don't know, but yeah, I was like shook. I was like, what? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um. And even now, um, in the most current issues for Batman, 60, 61, 62, 63, all that still has to do with Bruce kind of dealing with the fact that Selena's gone. And like most loss in Bruce's life, he is not handling it well, which, again, we'll address now. So for those of you who haven't been following the run, basically since, um, I would say since the second arc, Batman and Catwoman have been a thing. Like she wasn't really there in the first like I Am Gotham arc. But then ever the since like, I read. yeah, <laughs> and then I'm, uh, I'm suicide, I think is the one that came after. And since then they have been a thing and playing around with it. And he actually asked her to marry him in issue 24 and she doesn't accept until like issue 20, something else down the line. And then they're a thing. And then it's the whole build up to the wedding. And I'm sure everybody has, saw the dumb invitations, all the issues that are like prelude to the wedding, which are actually pretty fun to read. Um, but kind of became unnecessary when you get issue 50 and she leaves him on a rooftop. Now there are many theories as to the prelude and what that means is it set in like a, a future that we'll eventually get or is it an alternate future where they actually do get married who knows but the moral of the story is that they're not together anymore and they're each kind of dealing with that in their own runs in their own ways like batman actually constantine was in the most recent issue kind of trying to help him work through those things and then in Catwoman's issue, she's kind of like, you see her a lot of the times alone at night and like dealing with, I mean, it's her own decision, but like dealing with the fallout from the wedding. So like, it's still impacting them separately. Yeah, well, it's sad that they're both going through their own stuff while dealing with the fallout of the wedding. I think kind of what we're trying to touch base upon is, like you're mentioning, the ramifications, not only that happened in current continuity, but in the community of comic fans and comic creators is the reason why this wedding falls yes. apart. Because there's a lot of reasons people don't go through with weddings. Um, and I think the bat cat reason is a particularly interesting one. Yes. Because you would expect, oh, they couldn't get married because a villain did something, crushed the wedding, blah, blah, blah. Something that isn't so, I would say, subtle. Subtle in in the reasoning, subtle in the emotion behind it, subtle in the in the buildup behind everything. So the reason given that they could not get married was Catwoman is like, if we get married, you'll be happy. And if you're happy, you can't be Batman. 
Yes, because he is a man who turns misery yes, or she misfortune says, yes, into... An engine that turns pain into hope is how she put it in her letter. And... That's I, how she needs to make a sacrifice. And she wishes she could sacrifice herself and give her own life. But instead, she decides to give up her love. So she is making the decision to not only force Batman to continue, in her mind, force Batman to continue being Batman, but take away what could potentially keep him from being that her child that she calls him at the beginning. Yes. So she's basically taking away his opportunity to perhaps move forward. Um, through some of his pain and anguish and find some sort, some semblance of happiness. Perhaps not a, like uh, happy forever kind of, but some semblance of closure and happiness in his life because he's found someone who accepts the fact that he's not only Batman, but again, a hurt kid on the inside still that still deals with the loss of his parents. And he, in his letter of response, which she doesn't get to read, he says that she has given him the hope to become something more than he is. And so we like we understand that without his parents dying, he wouldn't be Batman. No, definitely. More I like think, everybody knows that. Yeah, because everyone has an origin story. And like your origin story not only defines you and especially for a digital character like Batman, it defined his upbringing and everything he became because he's so intrinsically tied into the legacy his parents left. Wayne Enterprises, the mansion, the cave, like all of it. The Batman mythos is directly spawned from the murder of his parents, even the modality in which he decides to fight crime. But again, going into um, the even the idea that this is a man into his latest 20s and early 30s, like let's say... Batman Bruce Wayne is 29 up until 35 right this is more than enough time for a person to find a way to process trauma and this entire time Bruce has been doing it through being Batman and for Selina to be of the belief that giving him a wife something that he wants it's not even being forced upon him but like a life partner is going to remove essentially all this time that he has been the way he is yeah like the the argument of oh and then a lot of people back this up it's like oh yeah duh they're not gonna get married because batman can't be happy you're directly equating her being married to him to him being happy and somehow that marriage quote-unquote happiness he gets from that marriage is gonna put a delete button on all the years of trauma and loss that he's already experienced because that happens every day right like that's how trauma works guys and of course we love to victimize our heroes in a way especially in comic books i think more than anything we want to see them at their lowest but still achieve miraculous feats. Correct, correct and that's what batman has become over time not going away from like his early detective comic days and like um robin the wonder boy days right he's gotten a lot more into the nitty-gritty of being able to barely persevere through his personal grief but be the man in charge but be the one that everybody looks at but like when he goes home and he's alone it's like i don't know who i am and i don't know what i am and that's been enough like that's a lot of years of that and that doesn't mean that i don't understand how people come from seeing that bruce and being like oh he's gonna marry her and he'll be happy and all that's gonna go right yeah like like that (laughs) she's not helping him process it because selena is 
is just as flawed in different areas and that's how they're so compatible in not only their vigilantism but as people like she doesn't she, she has her own hang-ups they're not as large but they're in different ways yeah and just like he has accepted her overall flaws even as a thief as someone who has killed people um, which g- directly goes against his own morals and she's accepted the fact that he'll always be the kid whose parents died like yeah he can move past it he can he can be batman he can save people but he'll still always be haunted by the ghost of the past which is okay to a certain extent like nobody ever forgets the things that have hurt them in the past but it's illogical to to think that he can't work through his trauma and still be Batman at the end of the day because it's still something he chose to do. And, like, super side note, nobody was saying that Selena was going to stop stealing just because she's happy. Yeah. <laughs> no one was like, she's going to stop being The bitch a stole her wedding dress. <laughs> no one, she stole her wedding dress. No one, no one said that she was going to, like, start becoming, like, a straight-edge person because she was happy. Like, they were both going to be mutually emotionally responsive, which would be happiness in this sense if, like, Bruce was automatically happy. So would Selena be automatically happy? So therefore, she would not need to steal anything. But nobody was concerned for her cat burglary skills. <laughs> no, it was for the brooding man in the corner. That yeah, it's like in, in front of a dark computer. Right. It's like no. Yeah, he he needs to be sad, happy, and uh, have an unhealthy relationship with his trauma, so he can't marry her. Not like oh no, she can't live up, give up her life of crime and all the things that she's done. No, no one was concerned with that. Everybody was just like, we need to keep Batman sad. Yeah, and it's not again. It's not to just qualify the fact that Batman and Bruce Wayne went through his shit ton. He saw his parents get murdered in front of him. And that's something that nobody should ever go through, you know? But, and that's what projected him into being Batman and being the Bruce Wayne and the Wayne Enterprise we have now. Because all of it's kind of fueled together within Gotham City. But that doesn't need to maintain the way for him to still be Batman. It does not, like, he does not need to be torturing himself to be Batman because there's so many other aspects of Batman that he supports that aren't directly tied to Martha and Thomas Wayne's death. Yeah. Like, everyone sees Bruce Wayne as one thing. And, like, he can, in a lot of in a lot of iterations, like, Bruce can't even handle, like, his parents being brought up sometimes. <laughs> He's like, no, we didn't talk about that. Or like or BVS. I knew that we <laughs> I know that we said we'd never talk about BVS again, but like that's a good example of how people think Batman reacts to his parents. That's also a good example of the extrapolation of sentiments in comics being taken incorrectly for mass media, which is something that's of a concern with such a titular character like Batman in such a large event that for a long time there's going to be merchandise, there's going to be memorabilia, and there's going to be promos for this because it was around for months, right? And yeah. it got to the point where people who don't even read religiously read comics every Wednesday are kind of aware that something is happening with this Batman wedding. Yeah, no, even the stars of freaking Gotham, the the actors that play mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne and Selina, they were even asked in an interview, how do you feel about the fact that the Batcat wedding is coming up? So this that's just directly how comics obviously influence the media that portrays them. Regardless of how the media portrays them, it extrapolates still at the end of the day from comics. Even if it's considered a niche or some sort of like a sub or counterculture to still read weekly comics like it's nowhere near as big as like gotham and like the movie industry and things like that but they're based off something and these writers are getting large grasped ideas from what has been popular and let's be real the back hat wedding 
nonetheless was popular it was a huge sale yeah the entire event was a huge sale yeah and people were still reading batman like it took a, it took a yeah hit. regardless of how clickbaity it was <laughs> it worked and it's still continuing to work because batman's still selling at the end of the day so with bvs taking that that idea of that tortured batman and turning it into something that's satirical at this point where like martha <laughs> that's my mom's yeah, name like <laughs> bro they turned batman into like the biggest meme with that one line because they're just extrapolating certain parts of batman rather than trying to build a character and that's something that could even happen i i would think with this wedding like i'm scared that it's gonna get to the point in 10 years from now batman's leaving someone at the altar because he just can't be happy because it's taking <laughs> these ideas and formulating them in another way because this is what was written for the fans like the quote-unquote even like comic book fans sometimes consider themselves like the true fans and stuff like yeah that. so which isn't true but then you have mass media portraying a batman that then also is influencing what's written in a comic because that'll get the people who watched it in the movie keep on reading the comic and so it's like a cyclical thing yeah a victimized bruce wayne that just needs to be sad yeah and like and it's not an impossibility for him to work through his trauma and still be Batman. Yeah. Therapist think... Chan, tell us why. <laughs> this is, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> never call me that again. <laughs> it's just like so many modalities of weeb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in terms of unprocessed trauma, like Bruce has never been able to look back on his parents death as something that just was now it's just something that tortures him and fuels him but i don't see how there could ever be a time where bruce is okay like is okay with his parents death and it takes away batman because there's so many other aspects of him creating and keeping that legacy like he didn't look at he doesn't look at every person he saves as um as someone who lost their parents he doesn't look at gotham city as that exact through the exact same lens that he looks at himself he's able to do these things because he just doesn't want anybody else to suffer he doesn't want anybody else to have pain and so if he's able to accept the death and accept what happened that night in crime alley it doesn't mean it's going to take away from the work he does as the dark knight or as the cape crusader or as the world's greatest detective it's not going to take away bruce's intelligence it's not going to take away his ability to fight it's not going to take away his compassion for a city that kind of like somewhat disowns him somewhat loves him like looking at how he's able to unpack his parents death is not gonna change batman it's gonna change bruce wayne but it's not gonna take away batman and so when you re it's like looking into why you're even reading about that story are you reading it for the fights are you reading it for the thrills are you reading it for kind of the story kind of like for batman to be a detective or are you reading it for a soap opera because yeah. that's, <laughs> that's what he's getting to if Batman's not able to leave his house and turning into Great Gatsby. Like, just throwing, like, just yeah. looking out wistfully, like, at, at Crime Alley yeah. as if that's where my mother's pearls were. <laughs> it, it's, it's not that. Yeah, and it's like, people complain a lot about the fact that, like, comics use a lot of cheap drama. But at the end of the day, that's what, by saying that Batman cannot be happy, that's what people are kind of saying they want. They want that continued drama of like, oh no, my parents and all this shit. Like, which again, I'm not saying like he shouldn't be sad about his parents dying. I'm saying that there's nothing wrong with him trying to work towards getting over that at some point in his life. Because Batman, 
is what he's using as his outlet for his his rage, his anger, his sadness. So you would think after all these years of being Batman, some of that would have to be worked out. Like that's just kind of like a logical step in how people deal with grief and loss. It's a process. I mean, also a revolutionary idea. Um, people are allowed to be sad, angry, and upset without relating it to a devastating <laughs> trauma. Like, your parental figures being shot in front yeah. of you. Like, Bruce can still channel any rage he has through being Batman, but the rage and the sadness can be focused to the disdain and grit and inequality within Gotham City and the world that he's in. So, it's just hello like there are other things that you can do with this man and it doesn't mean if you take away him being if you take away that sadness and his unprocessed trauma that you still won't have um the dark knight and a and a vigilante that kids and adults alike are gonna be like oh wow that's kind of cool like wouldn't it be even cooler if this is a man who was emotionally stable and still decided (laughs) to go out and do this in the middle of the night like i don't want to be sad to fight crime Yeah, like, and it sends that kind of weird message that you have to be completely fucked up in order to be this hero, to be this man. And also another message that you cannot process trauma, like that that's an impossibility, apparently, that you can't find a healthy way to process trauma. And again, Batman's not definitely not the healthiest way someone could think of to like deal with their trauma, but like it created Batman. Yeah, sure. But that doesn't mean that Batman himself cannot move past that because that's kind of like saying that nobody can move past something horrible that happened to them, which is never, not sending a great message, y'all. And he never has to forget that his parents died. He never has yeah. to stop memorializing them, but it needs to stop being a guilt trip to himself for being a child and not being able to stop the murder of adults in front of him perpetrated by an adult that he didn't even know was going to happen. Yeah, and all the time <laughs> he tells others when something like this happens, it's not your fault. So why can't he just accept his own advice for like a hot minute and admit that it wasn't his fault. Yeah, Batman can continue to heal wounds of the city because he's very much aware of how tormented Gotham City is. And, like, okay, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know how obsessed I am with Gotham City as a character. Um, so Batman can always be there for Gotham. And it could always be in a more healing role. Let's take, like, um, Leslie. the That's her name, right? Tompkins. Yeah, yeah the doctor. like the doctor. She's still able to support Gotham. She's a very big pillar in the Batman, in a lot of Batman stories as a figure that is healing and that's supportive. But no one's talking about her trauma, but she's still able to do the weird kind of vigilante stuff in the sense of like illegal back alley operations and helping people and like scurrying anybody that like Bruce allows in and giving them free, um, free medical care. But, like, that's not, she's not a traumatized person. (laughs) Like, later on, they use her and they capture her kind of the same way they do Alfred. But that's the same character that Batman can be. And he can still project the same storylines. But he can do it being okay with himself. Because that's the bottom line. He doesn't like himself. And so why are we still okay with a character that is so idolized? Because, I mean, who doesn't idolize Batman? Like, I love him, but I don't want to be him. And, like, I would love to read a story where I would want to be Batman. Yeah, yeah, same. I've never wanted to be Batman because, like, wow, like, I don't want to have to see my parents die. (laughs) But also, I don't want to be this tormented figure for the rest of my life. Like, it's saying as if he'll never, ever get over it. It's like, again, getting over it, dealing with it isn't really getting over it or... um, Forgetting. Forgetting. Forgetting it. And it's like, if you ever had like a loss in your family, just because you're like, okay with it now, it doesn't mean that you forgot them or it doesn't mean that 
you never think about them anymore or like get sad about it like that's okay those are okay things those are okay emotions but like to the extreme here with Batman (laughs) and also another side to to the argument in general saying that being married that being married equates to him automatically being happy or forgetting all that or forgetting all that trauma or like that love makes all of your problems go away it's a big flaw in the argument in general because that's a lie (laughs) and and the fact that people support this because we just talked about the fact that batman wouldn't be batman without his trauma and that maybe we can get to the point where there's a batman who has processed that trauma and is using um using his vigilanteism in kind of like a more healthier way where it's not deteriorizing him but now we have now in the tom king run in batman 2016 issue 50 where he is left at whatever altar rooftop (laughs) it is because if selena's gonna marry him he'll be happy but he's traumatized still in this point. And while he's getting to the point where he's happy with her, like in, when he's when he's where talking he, to Damien. Yeah, where he's more happy with himself. He's getting there. He's getting yeah, there. He's getting there. He's not at the point of happiness. So how is a day, a certificate, a kiss of a marriage going to automatically, quote unquote, in the idea that Selena has, fix him and stop making him that engine that can turn like turmoil or like whatever into hope pain (laughs) pain turmoil (laughs) yeah like it's ridiculous to to equate marriage to happiness because like yeah getting married is a happy occasion i'm sure for the individuals getting married for the family celebrating these individuals getting married but is that like the cure-all to trauma pain loneliness isolation guilt no and he can also be happily married to you and happy with you and not satisfied with himself, which can still fuel Batman. There's just so many things to unpack with the fact that Selena marrying him will take away Batman. Yeah, There's like... So many avenues a human can take. Like, I know that that was, like, kind of built up and, like, we had the Booster Gold arc where Booster goes to the past to save um, Batman's parents and then you get a future with no Batman and, like, Gotham's in shit, right? And it's like, yeah... We get that. If that ha- if his parents had never died, he wouldn't have been Batman. Cool. You don't need that to to fuel everybody thinking that Bruce being happy equals no Batman. Yeah, cause because we don't take away the fact that his parents needed to die to be Batman. Because obviously a child that is very well adapted and has means and resources to keep himself entertained is not going to look at the streets and be like, hey, I should go fight the people out here. Like there was no catalyst for him to look at the crime and grit of Gotham. So the Booster Goldar kind of deviates, like, it does that thing where it shows you if his parents never died, he wouldn't have been Batman. But his parents did die. Yeah, exactly. And this timeline where he's getting married to Catwoman, his parents still freaking died. So yeah, he's Batman. And getting married isn't an automatic cure-all for everything bad that's ever happened in his life and he's going to drop being Batman. Like, if that were true, then divorce wouldn't be a thing, guys. So at the end of the day, I know that a comic isn't life, but it still reflects certain values that are... A thing that are that exist in real life and because they were and again people of all ages are reading these right so like you're kind of gonna get the sense that oh yeah totally he can't be happy because marriage equates happiness so him getting married would totally ruin batman and it's like no that whole argument is flawed in general because then you believe that anyone who's married is eternally happy and has no problems with their past or their trauma or loss or anything bad that's ever happened to them. Apparently, it's just a Band-Aid, a cure-all. And that is just not true. And this is also not an isolated elsewhere story where Selena leaves him. 
it is something that's currently impacting not only the psyche of Bruce Wayne, but it's going into a lot of other spin-offs, spin-off things. Like, it's even mentioned with the whole um, nonsense of Heroes in Crisis with him being left, like, his marriage, I mean, his fiance leaving him. And like you're mentioning, it's still eight months from now, still a topic in comics because this was a tragedy for him obviously and something that he needs an adjustment period to because he loved someone was ready to spend his life with them and then they took that choice away from him because not only was it the idea that he's not allowed to be happy but he doesn't even get that choice yeah like does batman want to be happy does bruce wayne want to be happy and i mean disclaimer to all marketing at all times obviously no one's gonna retire batman anytime soon but in the theology of a character and in the mythos of batman where we're allowed to explore many ideas he should be able to want to put up the mantle because not only has he created a legacy but he's human yeah at the end of the day batman's not gonna live forever like, no matter how I, much he wants to, yeah, no matter, <laughs> no matter how much everybody wants him to, no matter how much he wants to, no matter how much the fans want to, at the end of the day, he's a human being. Yeah, he can quote kind of live forever as far as like comics go because they can just keep rewriting him and rewriting him. But as a person, as a human being, he cannot. And so it's not wrong to want someone to spend those last days with, whether it be Selena, whether it be the Bat Kids, his actual family, like. I don't think it's wrong, and I think it's very human to want someone to be there for you. Yeah, and I know that you and I, um, outside this podcast, have both, like, you've touched upon the fact that, like, there's even that feeling that, like, Tom King doesn't even believe that this is an appropriate Yeah, I mean... Because of, like, as um, someone who's not, who has not read fully the rebirth run but you have and just like the tones and everything that lead up to the wedding it's just it kind of doesn't fit for it to end this way with the way the relationship has been built so then it's like this isn't even an argument of like writing style or anything it's just like like is that an appropriate ideal for a character correct and again like she said i don't think that tom king thinks that batman can't be happy because at the end of the day you find out at the end of batman 50 that this is all a plot by the villains that have been kind of like putting these ideas in catwoman's head and holly her best friend from childhood that she grew up with on the streets they somehow get to her because she's in jail right now um and they make her tell Catwoman like it was like the final straw being like oh but can he still be Batman if you're with him or whatever and it's something that the Joker had said to her it's something that Bane had said to her it's something that a lot of other villains throughout the series have said to her and I feel like hearing it from someone she's so personally close to is kind of what made her rethink marrying Batman which again was done because she that would mean that she thought that she can like fix him which is guys you can't fix anybody more of the story the only person who can change someone is themselves like you can't do anything about it so that in itself was flawed and again we find out that this is just a villain plot like this is a plot to break batman in a different way to break him emotionally and make him emotionally vulnerable so that they could have the ability to attack him in some form um I also keep on yelling about this, and I just don't think it's said enough because, again, it has been widely accepted by a good number of people that Batman can be happy, and then the Catwoman, the way Catwoman did it was like, eh, it kind of needed to happen. But why did she take away Bruce's autonomy? Like, he didn't even get to decide. Yes! He, like, he it's didn't so even... many aspects. It's like the villains pu- being, like, um, puppeteers over here, and then, like, Catwoman falling into that, that ploy, 
But Bruce actually, for unfortunately once, not even having any sort of upper hand and being taken away his like autonomy in his own life. And like I feel like that's what keeps on happening in the dichotomy between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Like yeah. Batman controls everything while Bruce Wayne makes all these gets all these decisions made for him because he is kind of like this media sham. And like now the person that knows the divide and the line that blurs between Bruce Wayne and Batman keeps on taking choices away from him. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Very much so. And again, I don't think that this is the end of the run. I don't think this solidifies the end of the Bat-Cat relationship as far as Tom King's run goes. Because again, we're getting all the way to issue 100 with him. And we're only in the 60s. So there's still a lot to come. And again, because this is a villain plot, I don't think that this is the end of the resolution to the argument of does Batman deserve happiness? Can Batman be happy and still be Batman? I think that that's still going to be explored further on and you do get some um sense of him working at least through the loss of catwoman and like everything through the that happened with the wedding with the most recent issues so like you do see um batman working through his emotions in a certain way you just don't see him working through like (laughs) the initial trauma of his parents dying um but it's still a work in progress and he's getting there and that's still being explored however this specific issue has put into the minds of a lot of people that he can't be happy or that married being married makes him too happy to be batman i think also like he's able to like from what you're saying as well like post issue 50 he's being able to kind of process kind of relationship turmoil but he's never been able to process death because it's been the same with jason and the same with damien correct correct like the fact that people around him die and that's also what's touched upon in heroes in crisis in his own confession he's like i train people i raise my partners and i get them killed is kind of the moral of the story and like that's what breaks him realizing that he connects creates a partnership and then leads them into a path of destruction yeah and um while those are two different deaths um at the end of the i mean if you get very black and white about it he bruce wayne and batman they're still bystanders to all the deaths that happen and i feel like that's he's not able to process and why like why can't we get there yeah i don't (laughs) and like right after the wedding we get uh dick grayson nightwing to come and help batman basically um not only because he has jury duty as Bruce Wayne and like he has to Dick has to cover his Batman for him, but also to help him in general with the loss uh with the fallout from the wedding and the loss of Catwoman because like Dick has always kind of been an emotional support like Alfred has, um, and so have some of the other bats, but definitely Dick he's been around the longest. And then he he gets shot in the head right in front of Batman by the KG Beast. And so another layer to add, like, to someone came to actually help him, and they took that away from him, too. So it's like, thanks, comics. <laughs> yeah, Post-50 uh, has not been the best socially, emotionally for Bruce Wayne right now. But again, like, why do we need to continue having a personally tortured character in order to reach out and get to someone who's still willing to bash people's faces in. Like, he can process all of that, not be a victim, and take what's happened to him and fuel his continued actions. But it's just the reasoning for Batman still being that sad kid, which 
parts of us can identify with because everyone understands universal emotions like sadness and like fear and anger which kind of those are the three things that batman really taps into i guess the one that tends to be a little harder to grasp depending on who you are is like that hope like still finding the hope and knowing that there's good because it's very hard um for batman to fully lose hope not in himself because he barely has that but, like but in, in others community and in, in victory and in justice like batman has the hope for justice regardless of everything and i think that's a theme of batman that's harder to grasp and what we idealize the most but that sadness the fear and the anger those are things that um those are things that everyone can identify with but why does it have to be to such an extreme point where he's continuously quantified as a child He's continually qualified as someone who's hurt, but then idolized for his kind of, like, brain and brawn and ability to overcome. But it's still a child, so it's still, um, it's, it's like, victimizing him and bringing him down to what he once was that started everything. But, like, why don't we want someone who is the great world's greatest detective, who is smart, angry, fearless, has hope, and just does it because he does it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why there's no character progression. Like, <laughs> why, why, like, that's not a thing that's happening. It could be slow and steady when the wins the race. Like, it could take a while, but, like, I just haven't seen it happen. Like, I haven't seen the steps of him kind of coming to terms with one thing or another or something, something. But no, everything is still haunting him. Everything is like, why is my mom more well adjusted than Batman? <laughs> Well, yeah, why are most people that we know more well just the Batman? Yeah, but we still still connect with him. Exactly, but we still idolize him. And it's like, if he is this, like, big, this thing to be admired um, that astonishes us with the feats he can do while still being a human being, why can't he also be a model and someone that astonishes by someone who can work through their pain and anger, still be a hero, but still understand that, like, the past is the past and that's okay. Yeah, like, we're not, like, I'm not here asking for Batman to turn into Superman. Yeah, yeah. Superman, (laughs) ignoring injustice. (laughs) Yes, ignoring injustice, Superman. (laughs) He's, He's able to process a lot of trauma because he retroactively learns about loss. Yes. And he's still able to process it, right? And he's able to, to, to be that form of justice. While, Bruce and Batman, they're a different type of justice. He's never able to, he's never been able to fully cope with the death of his parents. But no one's saying that coping with the death of your parents means you're going to go around toting guns and you still won't be someone who's upset and angry. Yeah. Because, like, those are some, and, and like, fearless and instill fear. Like, him being happy with himself isn't going to take away those larger characteristics. Or I don't know, like, is it also the idea that we shouldn't be, like, angry and sad and scared? So that, like, if we take away his trauma, like, it'll be, like, a confusing image to show people. Like, like, <laughs> like why would be ashamed of those why things? Why would a happy person be Batman? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, is that what like, they're trying to say? I don't know. Like, is it that <laughs> you have to You have to be sad and, and just sad to be Yeah. Done, because, like, if you take away, if you give him the happiness, like, that doesn't take away the anger, the fear, and the sadness. It just means that he's okay with where he is. Doesn't mean he's Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Because no one is. No yeah. one's happy all like, the time. Yeah. Like, um, gosh, I don't even know who the who this quote is, but, like, basically the quote was something like, life is just a bunch of shit with moments of happiness in between. And I completely agree. So it's like, 
to say that one moment, one instance in your life will decide whether you're going to be miserable or happy for the rest of your life is unrealistic. (laughs) I mean, also the cliche of like, happiness is a destination not a journey it's not the it's not what you spend your entire life being it's like the snippets that you get correct and but again again why do we need to keep the happiness so far away from him but play up the trauma play up play up the victimization (laughs) because it's as if it is wrong to be batman and happy yes it's as if it's wrong for him to be happy at any given point it's as if saying all those years he spent not only training robins but like being with the robins being like his their foster parent all those years he spent with alfred as a kid even after his parents death you're saying that all of that in no moment no moment in his life was he ever happy. But marrying Catwoman. But well, marrying Catwoman was going to be it. <laughs> not only, I mean, maybe that is in character for Catwoman to believe that she could immediately make someone happy by marrying them. But that is not a justification for marriage. Yeah. That it'll make you happy. It's not. So it's like, overall, the whole argument behind the wedding behind quote-unquote happiness is just flawed because it it makes no sense because it's implying that he's never been happy a goddamn fucking moment in his life since his parents died which doesn't make sense but this is now (laughs) in canon and this is something that other arcs and other storylines are going to pull from and this is going to be a hundred issue saga of batman being unhappy for a good majority of it because we've we have not gotten to the point in comics where we want to make him okay with who he is and like who he is is angry and scared and a little upset but that doesn't make him a child yeah and i don't know i mean i honestly don't know and again this isn't even to like shit on the run or like to call out any specific person it's just to kind of like get to the point of like are we really okay with Batman continuing to be the way he is and not being able to accept any form of happiness and continue with who he is? Because it could just mean that we get more um, more fun from Bruce and like maybe we can get a little a little more interesting like detective stuff if he's not constantly trying to untraumatize himself <laughs> <laughs> from the memory of his parents and his mom's pearls. <laughs> Like, how many, pearls. T- how many times do I have to watch someone ripping pearls off Martha and, like, Batman in cold sweats and fear and just, like, constantly longing for his mother? Which is fair because grief is an eternal process, but it doesn't have to be debilitating. Yes. Which is what it's been for him to the yeah. point where he shuts out all emotion. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of also doesn't make sense for him to have such a debilitating trauma and still be able to go out and all- do all these things because... That wears on you as a person. And if he's been doing this for so long, like, how the fuck is he alive? (laughs) Like, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for him to be this maladjusted and still be a high-functioning person. Hero, vigilante, whatever you want to call him. So it's like, we have to, I feel like, I know that, again, it's it's unrealistic in general, the world of heroes, but if you want to inject interest in it, you always inject real life in it, right? Like, most writers do at some point inject some of their life or project some of their life into writing what regardless of these heroes are realistic or not and so to think that he's just basically been sad all the time really maladjusted can't deal with certain things that have happened in his life and still be able to be the world's greatest detective is a stretch i am all
Yeah, it's also it's also a stretch that he shouldn't be able to love someone and have a marriage. Yeah, without taking away from who he is, because maybe like you can love someone and not be happy with yourself. Correct. Right, you can love someone and not be happy with the world you live in. So that's also the other trajectory. The marriage with him and Catwoman can go. He can love Catwoman and he could be happy when he's with her. That doesn't mean he is happy with who he is. Or he's wanna, happy with we, the situation that yeah, he's in. If we want to keep this train of grief and like self-hatred that Batman has for himself. There's just so many other ways that uh, there's so many ways that the the idea that marrying Batman would change him can kind of is is a conflict because it could either be no it's not going to change him no he can be happy and be unchanged and it's not even going to make him happy maybe you don't make him happy yeah. i don't know <laughs> it's just so much but now this is what's in canon and this is an idea that so many people have accepted yes and not only and it's been so prolific like you mentioned with it getting to the point with gotham being asked, like, oh, like, how do you feel about this bat cat wedding? Like, these are ideas that are putting out that are being put out there that could not only influence future writers, future readers, but future content creators across all mediums. That this is the Batman we have, and this is the Batman we should always get. Yeah, and everyone's always saying like, oh, I want something new in comics. I want something new in comics. No, you don't. If you think that Batman being that Batman can't be happy, you don't want anything new in comics because that's the same old shit we've had for such a long time. And again, I don't think that happiness is going to make him not be Batman. I just think that we'll get a Batman that's in a different place in his life if he's more well-adjusted, if he has a wife, if he if he actually treat like has a family, a well-established family that he like actually talks to on the daily or on the weekly or however often actually has dinner with them like something different would be that not to have the same old brooding like oh my life sucks everything's a loss blah 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 blah, that we've been having yeah it also doesn't have to be the convention that um bruce wayne should get married yeah does that add an entire interesting layer of complications for how bruce wayne is married x y and z but bruce and Batman can find some sort of happiness in a partnership with Catwoman in different areas. And it's not, ultimately, I have no belief that Batman being, that Bruce Wayne finding acceptance in himself, in his past trauma, in his grief, and who he is as a person will take away from being a crusader, from take away from being a vigilante, and will take away his belief in hope and justice. Yeah. Like, and those are the ideals that we have of a Batman. Yeah, and it's not like getting married and starting a new life is going to automatically cut his ties to the hero community, cut his ties to all the the uh, little vigilantes he's raised up. His devotion to, to Gotham yeah, City and his the devotion. Yeah, like his devotion to Gotham, his uh, influence in general with using Wayne Enterprises to better um, low-income areas. Like he's n- That's not going to change what he's already been doing. It's not going to change the connections he's already established, the beliefs he's already established you're talking about one event changing like you're talking about a marriage just a marriage not anything like crazy just a regular old i do changing literally everything about a human being and it's like that's so illogical like i can't even begin it but you you do not understand how many times 
I've talked about the wedding and someone's like, yeah, well, Batman can't be happy. <laughs> it's like, that's not what I'm saying. The wedding would not have made him happy. <laughs> like, he was who he was that morning of the wedding. And he was who he was when he read that letter from Catwoman. And so that didn't change. Like, the, hap- the, the love that he had for her, the level of happiness would not have been exponentially greater or immediately chemically changed who he was to the point where he wouldn't have been able to be Batman. It's also the idea that he can't find happiness within himself to because it would detract from who he was like taking that pain and manufacturing it into hope like why can't he take the pain of gotham city which he sees every single day why can't he manufacture that pain into hope which is what batman does now the question is does it have to be his own pain or can it be the city he's devoted to's pain because we all know that gotham city is what it is and you know i can go on a different conversation on income inequality of gotham city and like maybe we shouldn't even have batman because of that but the idea idea that that bruce wayne would stop converting pain into hope because he's happy i believe is false in all of its entirety not only in the history of um batman but i think in the history of gotham city and the ideals that bruce has always kept despite being the hurt child that everybody still views him as so let the man find happiness. <laughs> let the man have a little something. Like let him look in the mirror and be okay with who he is, and still want to fight crime. Yeah, like have that be a <laughs> message sent out to people that it's okay to be hurt and to experience loss and to keep going. <laughs> Not be so debilitated by it that you can't mention your parents. You don't sleep right at night, and you're scared of having a connection with your butler because he's not your father. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it yeah so if you want something new in comics stop talking all this bullshit about batman can't be happy or he can't be batman because he still has the money he's still buff and he's still smart so that's (laughs) batman well yeah like again and another thing has superman been happy 24 7 in his marriage with lois lane absolutely not so what the fuck There's a lot of people we could probably call out not being happy in their marriage. And yeah. Ollie and Dinah get married. Dina. D- Dina. <laughs> Her name's Dinah. You had to write the first time. <laughs> Good old Dina. <laughs> yeah, they got divorced. We don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so even marriage in comics does not equate to everyone's happiness. Yeah. But that means that Bruce saying I do and having a certificate and bringing home a bride will mean That's that too he'll much. forget That's it all. That's too much. So it's in the hopes, obviously, in the belief that this is not the end all for Batman in this run. But the idea is out there now. And then the concept is being thrown around that Batman can't be happy. Um, So how is this influencing not only what people want from their content, but what people are going to produce because of it in multimedia areas? Because we're getting to the point where comics are mainstream. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's there. We not only know that comic creators are being on late night talk shows, but that there are influences for the larger medias on TV and on the big screen. So, like, how much of this ideal of Batman not being able to be happy are we going to continue seeing? For, like, the rest of our lives. <laughs> Guys, I do not want to be 50 and still seeing the same shit. With Batman, grungy, alone, drinking his little scotch or bourbon. Oh, it's, I think it's scotch. That he just drinks alone in his little little space, staring at the fucking portrait of him and his parents. Like, come on. Come on. How many times are you going to make me see that? With all this 
oh, Batman can't be happy talk. Like, don't you want progression in a character? Why don't you sing happy that... birthday to your parents? Yeah. It's a little kid, like, happy birthday. <laughs> Isn't that what we want? At the end of the day, we want to see a character progress, to grow, to move forward, to become something more than he is. And it's not to take away that he won't be Batman. Correct. You can be happy with the tragic past, except that it happened to you, grieve the loss of your parents, and still go out and beat people up on the streets. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, and again, and again, that's just assuming that no hero can be happy, apparently. You're telling me that. Or unless Batman's special. <laughs> Batman's too special to ever to ever be happy. Because there's there's fucking heroes everywhere. Not just Batman in fucking Gotham that go out every night, whether they have a family or not, whether they're married or not, whether they're alone or not, whether they're sad or not, whether they're happy or not. And they're still heroes. So so why are you making Batman a little bitch? We promise that happiness will not make everybody who reads comics be like, I too will be a vigilante. <laughs> like, it's not common. Okay, there's probably, like, a handful of people that tried to jump out a window when they first saw Superman in the comic, and it hasn't happened since. Okay, we're good. <laughs> we I, moved past that as a society. We moved, I, don't, I have not heard anybody trying to set up a situation where their parents are getting shot, I also have, just to become Batman, or a situation where people are trying to get struck by lightning to go really, really fast. Like, it's okay. We're not trying to mimic heroes. We just want to see more of actual life in such a prolific character you can be dark and happy like you can love yourself and be okay with who you are and still have bouts of anger and like darkness because you're surrounded by it exactly i I didn't think like emotions aren't aren't one or the other yeah emotions aren't stagnant or stagnant like you're you yourself a human being think about it experience many emotions on a daily basis so why why at god is it happiness an option (laughs) or a happy batman that's continuously discouraged by everything he sees like that is so much different yeah than a batman who is continuously brooding because because mom's pearls sorry i'm (laughs) like so shook by these pearls every time yeah because it's the same cinematic experience so if this is the narrative we're gonna have the same cinematic experience again until i'm fucking 50 years old so what gives? Give me the day where a Batman anything, whether it's a comic, whether it is a TV show, whether it is a live action or animated film, where we have that scene of them in the alley, right? Right? And it's the same scene that we've seen multiple times, and then it's him, like, kneeling, crying into the pearl on the floor. <laughs> right? And then the next scene is Bruce Wayne giving some sort of speech on being able to take that and turn it into the man that created the Wayne Enterprises and still exists as an honor and an homage to his parents and, like, being okay with that. And, like, that's why he wants to help Gotham because he went through it and he's okay with it and then those words aren't a lie that he continues to give, that those words are the truth that's still instill Batman. Like, why can't we have that? But, hey, I don't get paid for any of this, so <laughs> I guess my ideas don't count. Yeah, but those are just our two cents and on the whole Batman, can Batman be happy issue, and how we feel that that kind of just impacts not just continuity, but the Batman media as a whole for probably years to come. And like I said, I will not be surprised when Batman leaves 
Catwoman at the fucking altar in an actual live action movie or something. Yeah, or just some random woman because they didn't want to. Yeah. Catwoman. But when he's like, I just can't be happy. <laughs> like the <laughs> next, the next Batman who is going to be on on film. I just, I just can't be happy with anyone <laughs> like that ever again. Like what? Yeah, like come on, like process this, little nerds. I'm also a nerd. Process this, little nerds. Yes, process I'm here. this. Like, do you want that to actually happen? Does that not sound like a stupid scenario? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, it really does. Not. We we should want more, and we should want better. It is a call to action <laughs> to want more for Bruce Wayne and Batman, so that he can be somewhat happy, or or even if he's not happy, let him be married. Yeah, <laughs> like, let him be married. Does not equate to being happy. Correct. So if the marriage is gonna give him happiness, which is also fine, it doesn't have to take away Batman. Or if he gets married, it doesn't mean he's gonna be happy. Like there's just there's too much to speak on the flaws of this argument that Catwoman just laments onto a piece of paper. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Again, a lot to unpack, and we did what we could to unpack at least the major points of this argument. Again, if you want something new and different, something new and different would have been seeing Batman be married. <laughs> We've never fucking seen that. We've only seen that in Elsewhere stories Even for a couple minutes, and then he dies. So, like... Yeah, like, Earth 2, yeah, he was married to Catwoman, they both die. That's why Helena comes to this world. Like, if you wanted something new, that would have been something new. Not the same old, like, oh, no, he's sad again, she left him. Okay, whatever. Like, like, really? <laughs> so, I, I, I'm done with people being all, like, we want something new in comics and still vouching for the same shit to happen over and over again, which I just don't understand. So, that's the, those are my two cents, that's all I got, and I just hope Tom King comes through the end <laughs> yep. i can only hope that we stop victimizing batman and yeah. idolizing essentially what we refer to as a child and we as the collective of comics so uh, let's hope for a better 2020 because 2019 still isn't looking better so, <laughs> <laughs> looking for 2019 to, sh- to shape and relaunch 2020 yeah we're comics. hoping 2020 <laughs> batman is better and you know what i too am batman trash so batman fans we need to be better as well <laughs> in wanting more out of this character instead of the same old shit like we should want more dynamic to someone that we admire and love and not just keep on accepting him like this hurt sad child when we're idolizing him as a hero we should want more from our batman guys and i definitely do so if you think that batman needs more or a like are you a supporter of this that batman can't be happy Maybe you can change my mind. I don't know. I'm really stubborn, but try. So <laughs> hit us up, like send us an email or capesandcritiques at gmail.com or you can tweet at us, caped, C-A-P-E-D, critiques at nothing because that's Twitter. Yep. <laughs> you put the at symbol first, <laughs> at caped critiques. Send us a tweet. Do you like it? Do you hate it? This bat cat wedding, it's eight months. Yeah, you've so- had time to process. We've had time to process, which is why we've come up with this argument. So we're able to talk about it without my co-host crying or punching the microphone or saying, fuck you, Tom King. So Correct. We have I ha- progress. Yeah, <laughs> I have moved past it. So if I can move past it, all of y'all can to really analyze it and think about what happened. Because I like punched my steering wheel when I first read this. And now I can like look at it and appreciate it for what it was and like even laugh at some memes. Yeah. So that's that's what we want. Just to have a conversation and maybe one day Batman will be happy. So... <laughs> So until then, see you next time.